0: Sport Central. US Sport.
1: NFL in full swing. Uh, They are here every week. Well, it's sort of three, that sometimes is two, and there's rotations. We like that. Richie Garraway, he's in the States. He's just taking it all in. So James Arthur is holding the fort. Good to see you. Good to be here mate, it's always good to be here. That's alright, we'll just turn your microphone It's better off. to have that the is... mic on when I'm here, that's one thing I've noticed. Yeah, the pass back today. Anyway, uh, Chris Bryan, who was terrific with us uh, last week, needs no introduction at all, has been down the path and a uh, former footballer uh, of course here. Uh, Chris, good to have you back on.
0: G'day, Good uh, G'day, James. Good to be with you again. Thanks for that lovely introduction.
1: It's always good to have you with me, mate. So I know you're on the phone, but we'll make this as seamless as possible. Let's start with the Thursday night football game where the Titans got a massive win at home. They've struggled at home in the last few games, but they got a big win over the Jaguars, 36-22. What, what were your takings from that game, Chris?
0: I tell you, uh, on my first my first take was Mariota. Geez, he was good, wasn't he? He was, you know, 18 of 22. It was only 270 yards, but um, the last four games, he's thrown 10 touchdowns and only had one interception. So he's definitely... He's definitely stepped up the, the past four weeks. He's been great.
1: Yeah, he's really picking up his game, which is what they need from him. They're in a real position now where they can try and, and take this division. And they're very exciting, very young, and a lot of talent. And then on, on the other side, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I was really high on in the preseason. And, and they've got a ton of talent too, and they're just doing nothing with it.
0: Well, I think you know. Obviously, the news come out after the game that they've um, they fired the offensive coordinator Greg Olson. Um, so, whether that's going to to change things up a little bit, maybe give Blake Bortles a bit more freedom, you know, maybe he was constrained in his system. Um, you know, but Blake, you look at his numbers. He's had 33 completions. He's thrown for, thrown for over 300 yards, three touchdowns. So, you look at it on paper, and he's he's had not a bad game, but you know, obviously something's not right there for him to, to not get the points and uh I think I think the coach there is gonna be in trouble. Um he's i th- been there four years, he's fourteen and forty, you know, so
1: worst worst record ever for a coach that's coached fifty games. So, so and it's it's significantly the worst coaching ever. And he's a defensive guru and his defence has struggled like I'm not saying they've been terrible defensively, but they've got a lot of talent. They've given him a lot of pieces, a lot of first-round yeah. picks, a lot of free agents, and he's just not getting it done.
0: Look, maybe it might turn out like the Bills. They, you know, Rex is a defensive coach. They fire their offensive coordinator, and things uh, get going again. So, look, hopefully for the Jags and for yourself, James, because you were pretty keen on him earlier in the year. That um, you know they might you know shake things up a little bit, but you know I think he's definitely. Skating on thin ice there and, you know, the the term uh, NFL means not for long. So I think he's uh, four years... Could be up if he doesn't um, if they don't start winning later in
1: the year. Yeah, he's in real trouble. We'll move on now to one of the morning games. We've got the Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers have really struggled this year. The Cardinals had a tie last week, which is very rare in the NFL, mm. and they desperately need a win to get back in, in, into the playoff race in the NFC, in a very good NFC. Uh, very important win for both teams, which makes this a massive game.
0: I think this is this. I think this is more crucial for the Cardinals. You know, the Panthers at one and five. I think they are. They're you know, they're they're coming a long way back to to play uh, to feature. Sorry, in the playoffs. So, I think this is a massive, massive game for the Cardinals. There, uh, they have to show up. You know, Dave Johnson. Um, he's been huge from this year, and he's going to be up against Luke Kuechly. So that's going to be a very, very interesting match, uh, match-up, match which I think in turn will allow Larry Fitzgerald and uh, Michael Floyd to be a bit more open on the outside and I think they might have big games. So, uh, for me, I think the Cards will, will get the job done here. Um, their only question with um, Palmer is he's only 7 for 32 on passes over 20 yards. You know, he's one touchdown and four interceptions, so is he getting too old is his arm fatiguing in old age you know they are questions that are, are going to have to be answered
1: well the only really good unit in in any of these on any of these teams is the cardinals defense you know that the Arizona Cardinals offense has struggled other than the running game the yep. panthers offense is ranked 4th in the league but it hasn't been that effective when it matters and their defense which was their strength last year is 24th in the league so the the cardinals defense are really the only good unit on this in this match and i just think Arizona are going to be a bit strong from i think the panthers are in real trouble
0: yeah, I think you're right on the cards. D. They're um, you know, they're only they're allowing fewer than three hundred yards the last five games, so they're definitely getting the job done there. And you know, Newton, he's he's been getting hit a lot. He's averaging you know nearly eight hits per game. You know, and last year he was only three, so he ain't he ain't he's getting beaten up. He ain't got time in the pocket, so. For me, I think the cards they're going to get after him, and um, I think they'll come away with a big win, which is crucial when they're standing in the division.
1: Yeah, for sure. We'll move on to the next big game, the the, the early game. We've got the New England Patriots, who are 6-1, traveling into the 4-3 and three Bills. LeSean McCoy won't play in this game, which really hurts the Bills because he's, he's an MVP candidate uh, for the first half of the season, the way he's played, but I think yep. that's going to really hurt them.
0: Yeah, I think so, I think so too. I think, um, yeah, he was, he would be crucial to the Bills the way they're going and they're looking to sweep the Pats, which they haven't done, you know, since 1999. So, you know, I'm sure Rex would love that feather in his cap to, uh, to sweep Bill Belichick, um, which I don't think, you know, he might not have ever done ever, which I guess not many people do. Not many people beat Bill Belichick and, uh, and the uh, Patriots. So I think this is going to be a really good game. I think a really good game. So um, I think an interesting thing here I found out today that Brady's thrown for eight touchdowns this year. All of them have gone to either a running back or a tight end. Now, arguably because they've got Gronk. You know, you, you throw to Gronk when you're in the red zone. But there's been no wide receivers get a touchdown from Brady this year. What are your thoughts on that, James?
1: Well, it, it, it makes sense in a way because... Th- You know, scoring touchdowns, especially in the red zone, you need size where all their receivers are kind of short slot receivers and they use Bennett and Gronkowski as their, their big target. So I can understand getting into the red zone, but it's still odd they haven't had a big, play, a big play break for a touchdown or anything like that yet. Edelman hasn't been nearly as good this season as he has in the past. Um, yeah. It hasn't seemed to hurt them because guys step up around him, and that's just how the Patriots tend to work. Um, but I, I definitely can see why, but it's still odd not having a, a receiver with a touchdown.
0: It's very odd. And on the Bill's side... Um, I think they're, Rex would be really happy to have 21 sacks this year um, so far. And, you know, if they can get to Brady and stop that, I guess, the power of Tom Brady and what he is, um, that's going to bring them a long way to sweeping them. But I, I don't think the Patriots, I don't think Tom and Bill Belichick will allow the Bills to sweep them um this year and I think uh, the Patriots for me mate will get the points there what do you think?
1: Yeah I, I definitely think so I think without LeSean McCoy this is the second last offence passing offence in the NFL and it's yep. the second best in the NFL behind the Cowboys so I, I think they rely so heavily on LeSean McCoy and and that's yeah, and they don't have him so I, I can't see them winning the game yep. look we'll, we'll throw back to Brett but we'll be back after the game uh, after, after the break to after touch base game. on a few more games yeah
0: not game over yet
1: mate we're coming back we'll get straight back into it we've got the san diego Chargers going to denver san diego are probably the best three and four team i've ever seen they could comfortably be six and one at this point they've lost a few games really in really bad situations denver are rolling they're the super bowl champs they're five and two how huge is this game for san diego chris
0: well, again, it's a division game, so that's they're always, you know, you yeah, add a few percentage points uh, of importance for those. So, um, look, they're going into Denver, mile high. Uh, they, you know, they've, like you said, they've lost a few close ones, um, but they've been playing good. Like, they probably should be, you know, nearly undefeated. The way they've lost those games is just, you don't think it happens. So, um, I. Look, it's going to be crucial. I think it's hard to go past the Broncos, though. I think they've just taken, almost taken a step forward from last year. Their their defense is on fire, and um, they're, they're up, and, up and about.
1: Yeah, and it, it's odd because it's the second time in three weeks they've played each other, which is, it's bizarre how they work out these schedules, but it, it's really interesting. They The Chargers did win 21-13 last time they played. If the Chargers were to take this game, they then go to 4-4, four and four. And Denver go to five and three; they're only a game behind, and they've swept them. So it really puts San Diego in, in, in a great position to try and and take that division and make the playoffs. And I, I know the Oakland Raiders are a really good team too, but just a massive game in in the perspective of, of the of the season and the playoff race. We then have the next game; we'll get to it's your Green Bay Packers going into the somewhat cooling off Atlanta Falcons home field. Uh, pretty big game here for Green Bay; they need to get that offense going.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, like you said, the Falcons' offense has been um, cooling off, you know, the last three games of having less than 400 yards, so um, they were hot early, weren't they? I mean, Julio nearly had four, three, or they had 300 yards the other week, yeah. so you know, they've been on fire, but I think the Packers, you know, they're coming, they're slowly picking it up a bit. I think they're, like you said last week, they're becoming a little bit more aggressive. Um, I think there's they're going to be questioned at running back again. There's going to be no significant running back uh, active this week. So I think that's, you know, it's going to put a lot more pressure on Aaron. It's going to, to put more pressure on the receivers. Um, Will Montgomery then also become the running back sort of thing? Um, it, it's going to be an interesting game. And I think the one that the Packers definitely have to, to win Um You know, to stick close to the Vikings, you know, because it's going to be jam packed, and the Detroit Lions in that division as well have also been playing well. So, it's a big one for the Packers.
1: Yeah, and their offense it is getting better, honestly. If if I was the coach, which I'm not, it's Mike McCarthy, but I would just be putting the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands and saying, you know what, we're not going to have a running game. We're going to use this short passing. We'll run the ball a little bit with Montgomery to keep teams honest. But let's just put it in: you're the best player in the NFL, which is what Aaron Rodgers has been the last four or five seasons. Put it in his hand, let him lead the team and let him get the wins. And I think if you do that, he's that quality of football player that that you'll be fine.
0: He is. He is. But uh, you know, coming up against Dan Quinn, the the head coach of the Falcons, Aaron's numbers haven't been that great. He's thrown uh, three interceptions. He's lost both the last two games against them. So um, it's going to be tough for them. He's He's going to have to be, like we said, more aggressive. Take the game on um, and see how they go. And hopefully they can they pick their way through the Atlanta defense. Um, and hopefully their defense can stand up because their defense is giving up over a hundred yards to opponents' number one receivers. So if you're Julio Jones, you know you could potentially have a big day because um, the Packers' defense hasn't been... Their secondary, especially, hasn't been super special this year.
1: Yeah, and, and they've missed Sam Shields, who's been out with, with concussions, which is serious because it, if you keep getting concussions, you just you might not be able to play anymore, and that's just the nature of the game. Um, we'll move on now. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the Sunday night game going oh. into the Dallas Cowboys. This is... For people who don't understand, these are two of the oldest rivals in the NFL. They're first and second in the division with Cowboys fighting Five and one, and the Eagles four and two. Two rookie quarterbacks going at it, which is all the hype. The Ezekiel Elliott of the Cowboys, the number one running attack with that offensive line. Um, it's just a massive, massive game and really exciting.
0: You would be jumping out of your skin for this one, wouldn't you, mate? You're Cowboys and you hate the Eagles. You'd just be <laughs> like, "This is this is going to be your Zeke, your boy Zeke."
1: He's, I do uh, like Zeke. He's he...
0: on fire, mate. He, you know he's the, only, the Cowboys. The only team with a hundred plus rushing yards in every game, like yep. so comfortably as well.
1: They're comfortably yep. getting that. Um,
0: so you know he's going to have a big day. Dez back. What's the, what's the latest? Dez Dez is playing.
1: Mate. Yep, Dez Bryant will play, which I think adds. A, a huge element to that offense because if the Eagles want to try and and load the box and stop the run, they're just they're going to have to leave Des Bryant one on one. And when you do that with a quality receiver like he's been in the past, yep. you're just asking, you're setting yourself yeah. up for failure.
0: Absolutely, you're saying good luck. So you know that for a fact. You actually, yeah, he's oh, definitely Jerry playing. Yeah.
1: He's he's been cleared. I was on the phone to Jerry earlier. Yeah, I
0: thought you did. So <laughs> that, you know that's definitely going to be uh, and crucial. And you know I looked up earlier and if the season were to finish today, both these teams would be in the playoffs. So, you know, they're both going well. um, And you know they're going to be this one this game's
1: going to be on is this a Sunday night game is yeah Sunday ball? night game and the, the the biggest matchup i'm looking forward to is the eagles are the fifth ranked defense and their defensive backs aren't great it's their front seven i'm really looking forward to that defensive yeah. line and linebacker unit going up against the cowboys offensive line and running game because that cowboys offensive line the green bay packers were clearly by far the best run defense in the nfl and 2 weeks ago they hook them apart for well yep. over 200 yards rushing. So I'm interested to see how the Eagles try and stop that. But the thing with a dominant offensive line and a dominant running game is it's really difficult to stop it. Once they get rolling, it's really hard to stop. And when you've got quality running back like Ezekiel Elliott, you're in real trouble.
0: Well, yeah, they have to protect that because, you know, and then they protect that and then Dez is out there, like you said, one-on-one, so... Yep. Um,
1: and it's, it's huge here. If, if Prescott, who's the starting quarterback for the Cowboys, if he's to lose this game, I think that opens the doors for Tony Romo to come back oh. in next week. Whereas if he wins this game and plays really well again, I just don't know if they're going to make that move back to Romo, which is a real shame for Tony Romo.
0: I don't think he can. How do you, how do you not play um, Prescott if he keeps winning? He, yeah, I know Romo's got the runs on the board, and he's been there forever, and he's... Jerry's boy, but you know it. You uh, just can't do it. Like winning form is good form, so you just got to you got to stick with it. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting game. But I think I think the Cowboys' run game is definitely going to get them over the line. Their offensive line is just. Phenomenal, and they'll get the chocolates here for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty. I'm not feeling confident because they are division games, but I'm certainly looking forward to watching. I think the Cowboys have got the pieces to get it done. We'll quickly touch base before we before we get off the air on the last game, the Monday night game. Minnesota Vikings five and one playing the Chicago Bears one and six. Minnesota coming off a terrible loss last week to the Gosh. Eagles. They are the number one defense, but the second last offense in the NFL. Their running game is abysmal. They've got to get something going against this pretty terrible Chicago team.
0: Well, they yeah, it's this that sort of Adrian Peterson injuries sort of you know probably shocked them because they would have planned. Well, they were struggling
1: with him too, and their offensive line is awful. They were,
0: you're right, yeah. But they, well, I mean, obviously people, you know, you think about AP and you go, oh, geez, he's, he's a significant weapon. We have got to cover that. So I guess they're. They don't have to protect against a run game. But this is... I think they'll bounce back. They were they were just flat last week. I, yeah, I don't even know how to... How do you explain what they did? And I think uh, Jay Cutler's coming back, I believe. Um, and he's going to come back to face an angry Vikings defense. So, you know, the way Jay Cutler is, he's very volatile, sensitive. He could sook up if he gets hit early. So I think the Vikings are just going to absolutely pulverize uh, the Bears on Monday night. So I reckon they'll win by probably two, three touchdowns even, I reckon.
1: I would say the Minnesota Vikings are the better of the week